Welcome to this week's Open View podcast, where you can hear this week's news on the wheat, malting barley, oilseed rape and pulses markets, and also find out their latest prices. Starting with wheat and this week's headlines, while prices are on the defensive, the market's reliant on unhindered Black Sea exports and the major global wheat importers are taking cover. Prices continue their demise following the extension of the grain corridor for a further 120 days under the existing agreement. No concessions on sanctions were given to Russia, including their request for renewed access to the SWIFT banking system for main Russian ag bank Rosalkotsbank. A request to ship Russian ammonia via Ukraine's Odessa pipeline has so far not been given the go-ahead. On the face of it, Russia gained very little with the majority of vessels destined for the EU and Turkey, the former much to Putin's annoyance. Since the resumption of the corridor, vessel inspections have been very slow, with Russian inspectors being blamed for the hold-ups, some up to 20 to 30 days between arrival and departure, which is reflected in the high cost of freight. The market's assumption is that both Ukrainian and Russian exports continue to flow unhindered during a war throughout the winter months as Ukrainian power supplies and their infrastructure continue to be disabled by relentless bombing. Black Sea exports are already accounted for in the USDA's global supply and demand, which forecasts that Russia will export 42 million metric tonnes following their huge crop, which remains to be proven, as that would be impressive under normal conditions, which these are not. France will have shipped 75% of their exportable surplus to third country destinations, excluding the EU, by the end of December, with other EU exporters, Romania, Bulgaria, Germany and the Baltic states, also well into their programmes. Recent reports suggest that France has made substantial sales to China recently and that EU wheat has traded to East Coast USA. Argentine exports will be down 50% this season following their ongoing drought and Australian quality could reduce milling wheat availability following heavy rains and floods during harvest in the south and the east, which have also caused logistical issues. Recent large tenders by Saudi Arabia, Algeria, Iraq, Iran, Egypt, Pakistan, Turkey, Morocco and Tunisia imply that major importers are keen to take cover following the sharp fall in prices. The majority of the business continues to be hand-to-mouth, with forward months still open. Central banks continue to raise interest rates, which are intended to put a break on spending and curb inflation, prompting talk of demand erosion. The latest word from the US Federal Reserve was more dovish and hinted at smaller interest rate increases going forward, which prompted some short covering in commodity and equity markets. The bird flu outbreak across Europe, including the UK, is weighing on demand in that sector. Civil unrest in China has surfaced as they initially doubled down on their zero-tolerance COVID policy. This is weighing on global economic sentiment, although there are signs in recent days that some restrictions may be eased. The AHDB released their latest supply and demand, forecasting a UK exportable surplus of 2.2 million metric tonnes, with crop size, imports, ethanol usage and feed demand all up for debate. UK wheat is competitively priced for export to Spain, Portugal, Ireland and the Netherlands. UK milling premiums remain firm due to the high price of imported alternatives. 
Markets are being driven by spec fund sellers who are heavily short of the derivative wheat markets, which are amplified by algorithms causing large intraday market movements as price direction follows the money. Some markets are at or approaching pre-war levels and there is little risk premium built into current prices. The possible closure of the export corridor, a harsh winter affecting Black Sea exports, US and South American weather and crop problems, political interference, China easing lockdown policies and renewed China commodity buying are some of the many things that will play a part in the weeks and months ahead. On to malting barley. Storms are disrupting world shipping programmes. There's growth in beer production for 2022 and Australian harvest quality is better than expected. On average, world futures markets have continued to drift lower in the last week. Old crop malting barley is still not really trading. Storms all around the world have disrupted all shipping programmes with delays of up to three weeks. We now have a very congested malting barley shipping programme from our southern and western ports, which has to be executed by Christmas. UK maltsters still maintain they have finished buying until new crop October 2023. Brewers have finished buying for 2023, and recent accounts suggest there has been some growth in beer production during 2022. New crop is trading at about £30 premium to wheat futures and those contemplating a large spring malting barley planting are selling some forward at these levels. The latest news from Argentina is that the early combined spring barley in the north of the country is much better quality than expected, despite the dry conditions. In Western Australia, which has suffered from too much rain during harvest, the quality is also better than expected. This further reduces the likelihood of the EU being able to export any malting barley to third countries. On to oilseed rape, where rapeseed prices slide. We're looking at Chinese COVID-19 restrictions and demand, and Chinese rapeseed suffered severe drought, creating a poor crop. The domestic market has continued to slide following Matif rapeseed, losing over £70 a tonne in the last month. There has been a lack of crush demand pre-Christmas as they rely on imports and increasing bird flu cases have lowered demand from domestic consumers. On Wednesday, Matif rapeseed bounced and closed €14 up, reaching a one-week high. Support came from the potential easing of China's Covid measures. Crude oil, soybeans, palm oil and Canadian canola all closed. Crude oil prices have rebounded after hitting 11-month lows on Monday as signs of a tighter supply and optimism over Chinese demand have all supported the recovery. However, Matif rapeseed was back under pressure again on Thursday. Chinese authorities have been seeking ways to ease restrictions whilst maintaining their zero-Covid policy. They're looking at more targeted testing based on need rather than the blanket mandatory testing and making changes to quarantine for confirmed cases. Traders have seen this as a positive step, reducing disruptions to the economy and raising optimism over Chinese oil demand recovery. China is the second largest consumer of rapeseed, whilst also being the third largest producer. A large proportion of China's rapeseed is grown in the middle and lower portions of the Yangtze River Valley, which have suffered significant drought stress through the planting season. This has meant that the crop is poorly developed going into the winter and will be vulnerable to harsh cold spells. A potential short rapeseed crop in China could increase their demand. And finally, the grain and oilseed price indicator, starting with feed wheat for February 23, £240. May 243, 
Feed barley for February, 220. May, 223. An oilseed rate for February, 485 to 490. May, 488 to 493. Thanks for listening. To find out more or to get our OpenView email, please speak to your regular Openfield contact or email us at communications at openfield.co.uk.